So one of the very first podcasts that I delivered was about Socratic dialogue. So I looked at who Socrates was, the famous philosopher, and I gave an overview on how we can use his strategies in our day-to-day lives. What I would like to do in this episode is to talk about the trivium of philosophers. So we have first Socrates, then we had Plato, and then we had Aristotle. And in my own life, having knowledge as to the thought processes of each three of these philosophers has had a profound difference on the quality of my life. So I'm just first of all going to give you an overview on Socrates, which I've covered before. So I'm just going to stick to the main point, which is that Socrates believed that there's no such thing as facts. So when we question people that are so-called experts, if you keep questioning and questioning them, eventually they recognize that they don't know anything. So the lessons we can draw from Socrates are that when we speak, we speak with our own experience. So we say, in my experience, what I found, what I've noticed. And when we move into adding these suppositions to the beginning of our statements, we come across as more humble, less arrogant, and more confident in ourselves. Now, Plato was Socrates' student, and Socrates was eventually put to death by having to drink poison, because what happened was that at that time in Greece, Socrates was teaching the youngsters how to question so-called people in power using Socratic questioning, which is a method of asking questions which basically allows people to trip themselves up and to realise that they know nothing. And because Socrates was creating so much chaos in that time, what happened was Greece ended up using rhetoric, which is how we speak and how we write, to manipulate the situation to put Socrates to his death. And the reason why this is interesting is because Plato witnessed the use of language and writing as a way of coercing the minds of people to put his master and his hero to death. So as he was watching on, he made a very profound decision that day. He decided that he was going to move away from logic, rhetoric and arguments and move towards feelings because internal feelings can't be manipulated because they're your own. And what happens was Plato created a form of philosophy based on the way that we feel which is where the term platonic relationship comes from, which is basically an emotional relationship with someone with no physical contact. And often you'll, I mean, I haven't spoken about Aristotle yet, but typically most of us either are by our very nature platonic, which means we're very emotional, or Aristotelian, which means we're very logical. And I'm going to cover that just after I finish talking about Aristotle. So what happened with Plato, he started teaching his philosophy in Greece and his star student was Aristotle. And when Plato eventually passed away, obviously Aristotle was the clear and obvious choice to take over as the main educator. But actually Aristotle was overlooked and he made a decision to leave that part of Greece. And when he was away, he decided to look at philosophy in a new light. Whereas Plato went away from rhetoric, which is language and influence and persuasion, Aristotle looked at it differently and realised that actually, 
if we can understand why these things influence human beings, why we can use facts and information, influence and persuasion and manipulation, if we can understand why they work, we can really get a sense and understanding of the philosophy of humans and how our mind works. And Aristotle created logic. He's the very first person in our history where he started to create logical arguments. And he's actually famous for creating um, ethos, logos and pathos. And ethos is basically your credibility as a human being. Logos is the logic that you use. And pathos is the emotions that you can draw from people. So he obviously took on board his teachings from Plato and Socrates to create his new philosophy. And when we look at all three of these together, I find they really create a great blend in our life. So, you know, we can begin to recognize that we don't know anything using a Socratic way of looking at the world. We can speak very humbly by saying what I found, what I've noticed. Then we can, you know, go with our emotions and how we feel about things, which is very platonic. And then finally, we can look at the cold, hard facts, which is the logic of Aristotle. And one really big lesson that I got from learning is obviously than what I've just explained so far, is that often, as I've mentioned, people are either more platonic by nature, which is more emotional, or they're more logical, which is more Aristotelian. And what happens, have you, I mean, this is quite funny, if you've ever tried to rationalise with someone that's being emotional, it's impossible because you're communicating the incorrect way. And the same way, if someone's being logical and you try and communicate with them in an emotional way, that's also not going to work very well. So what I've learned is that when we're speaking and communicating with people, establishing whether they're more emotionally driven or logic driven, it has a profound difference in our ability to communicate with them. And when I say we're, you know, naturally tendency to draw towards one of them, we can be acting either out of emotion or out of logic at either points in our life. But the important lesson to draw upon here is if you're trying to help someone, you're trying to add to the quality of their life, or you're just trying to add to the depth of conversation, establish where they're coming from. Are they coming from Platonic or are they coming from Aristotelian? And if they are, it gives you a cast iron way of knowing how to communicate better. It really comes down to two things. You know, once you become aware of these three trivium of philosophers, you can either ignore them, uh, which in my experience is going to lead you to just carrying on living the current existence in your life, or you can start to embrace their lessons and start to look at the world differently, but also your own psychology differently. And when you do that, you're, you're able to make profound shifts very, very quickly in your life. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and I'll catch you next time.